Welcome, horror fans, to the Horror Arena. Here, our horror experts represent horror legends and formal debate to determine who would win in the ultimate showdown for horror supremacy. I'm your ring host, Johnny, not Aaron, and this is Bloodbath. We'd also like to extend a huge welcome to our Patreon special guest, Bloodbath judges. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Hey guys, their enthusiasm, their enthusiasm is infectious. It's infectious, so much so that I'm going to change personalities into Eugene. Take it away, ring announcer. It's gonna be an out of this world spacefaring alien slobber knocker tonight, folks. In this corner, represented by current champion JL, standing seven feet three inches tall and weighing in at 200 pounds, this extraterrestrial terror has come to Earth without warning to hunt the most dangerous game of all. A nigh unstoppable predator harnessing a terrifying arsenal of living alien discus that shred their targets from the inside out. This giant alien hunter will stop at nothing to add to its bloody trophy collection. It's the hunter. And in this corner, represented by the challenger Eugene, standing six feet five inches tall, weighing in at 240 pounds, he's come in peace to hunt human endorphins for the intergalactic drug trade. Physically superior in every way, he's armed with an array of highly advanced and explosive weaponry and will mercilessly cut through anyone who dares to stand in his way. It's Talon. May the toughest and most technologically top of the line titanic extraterrestrial terror win. All right, combatants. Make sure your intergalactic passports are up to date and keep all sentient flying murder weapons inside the ring. Each debater will have one minute to present their opening statement. Then each will have three minutes to present their three best points. They will then get three minutes each to rebut the points from their opponent. Then each will get one minute for their closing statements. As the reigning champion, JL will call the coin toss. Winner of the toss determines the lead. What's the most you ever lost in a coin toss? I'd have to know what I stand to win. <laughs> there we go. All right, JL. Bring it. Hey. Got it. Here. I got, I'm trying to determine which this is going to be heads. Okay. Oh, okay. The that. harp. All right. The harp. And this will be tails. Awesome. Cool. Got it. Okay. Here we go. JL. Call it. Tails never fails. Bam, bitches! You damn right when you say it with conviction, it always comes true. <laughs> I don't know why that works! It's so it never weird. works for me. Because you, don't, you don't believe in it. That's why it doesn't work for you. Because okay. you think it's going to fail. Alright, All right. so I, I choose the lead. I choose the lead, so... I'm going to let Eugene go first. Mm. I'm going to mm. put Eugene on the spot. The bold strategy there. <laughs> See how it pans out. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Time will commence when you begin speaking. You have one minute. Hi, kids. Would you like some heroin? We're here to have a good time. That's right. It's fun. You'll have a blast. Have all that you can. Have all that you can take. And then... He will take your endorphins and sell that because that's how Talik rolls. He goes down hunting those who preys on the weak. He's ready to sell his endorphins to the highest bidder because the drugs alone on his planet aren't good enough. He is an intergalactic drug dealer named Talik, and he's here to bring havoc and, and 
that he's here to bring havoc and pain across the world. The hunter does not stand a chance. Thank you, Eugene. JL, you now have one minute for your opening statement. In nature, nothing is more terrifying than knowing you're the prey, that it's only a matter of time before something higher on the food chain decides to turn you into a hashtag. And when that something comes to hunt you from beyond the stars, you can be assured the ending is going to be just that much worse. The Hunter is here from places unknown to add to its growing collection of trophies. Physically unstoppable with an arsenal of terrifying biological weapons, it is the perfect Hunter, striking without warning and claiming its prize. The bigger trophy, the better. And they don't make them much bigger than Talek. Thank you, JL. Eugene, you now have three minutes. So this is the thing with Talik, right? Talik is an intergalactical drug dealer. The fact that he's able to jump from solar system to solar system, and despite the fact that his own alien homeworld is trying to hunt him down, and he's being able to elude them. Now, he comes along with a whole variety of weapons. First is his killer disc, which is fine-tuned to the electromagnetic impulses of his prey. So as a disc can hunt and seek its targets, much, much to great efficiency, can hunt, slash, and slice through at his mere command. And just in case... That that doesn't get the job done, he comes with a he comes with a variety of just straight up guns that shoot out rapid fire explosives, large enough to destroy entire cars. Imagine a handgun powerful enough to blow up cars repeatedly, time and time and time again. And not to mention the fact that if he gets his hands on you. He can not only just blow you out of the sky or send his killer disc, he can grab you and he can actually inject, he can actually inject heroin into you and then suck out the endorphins that he'll sell for his own bidding. So Talik not only will go and kill the hunter with his variety of weapons, then whatever little happiness that the hunter has left will be sold on the market for four easy payments of $59.99. All major credit cards accepted. Sorry, no CODs. The Hunter does not stand a chance. I yield my time. Thank you, Eugene. JL, you now have three minutes. Firstly, the Hunter possesses extreme superhuman strength, agility, speed, senses, and intelligence. It can track its prey in zero visibility and subdue it before it's even aware of the Hunter's presence. Its brain case is 400 times larger than the normal humans, giving it the ability to calculate any probability in an instant. It is, in effect, the perfect organism, a master of its physicality, never giving away a weakness to be exploited. 
calculating, methodical, and if needed, savagely brutal in a physical assault, possessing faster reflexes than most sapient organisms, and able to withstand damage that would normally incapacitate other beings, the hunter makes a most formidable opponent in close quarters combat, which would likely send a simpleton thug like Talek running for the hills. Secondly, and where the hunter truly shines, is the application of its natural strength, dexterity, and intelligence. Sport hunting sentient species on other planets. It takes a true master of the art to hunt something that can actively hunt you. And the hunter is, the, is just such a master. With extraordinary patience and cunning, the hunter is a relentless pursuit predator, striking from a distance and then closing in to claim its prize. Its extraterrestrial biology gives it a natural advantage over anything not equipped, anticipating, or lacking the mentality of a true hunter. Talek would find himself easy prey as his mission-oriented tunnel vision makes him easy to predict, taunt, trick, and trap. And lastly... When the hunter goes for the kill, it's not with bullets, bombs, or any other projectile weapon that can fail or run out of ammo. No, the hunter utilizes biological weapons in its assault. Living alien discuses that when thrown, home in on their target like a bloodhound. Attach themselves with their powerful jaws and burrow their barbed tentacles into the body of the prey, causing extreme pain, sending the prey into shock. And when attached to a limb, they can quickly cripple. And if attached to a vital area, an agonizing death is just as swift. And with no need to reload, the hunter only need wait for its target to look for a fresh magazine to turn them into a Cabela's magazine cover. Now, you the rest of my time. Thank you, JL. Eugene, you now have three minutes for your rebuttal. There's some good points that were made. You talk about superhuman strength and super smart and whole variety of weapons. And that's, that's, that's all great. But the thing is this. Super strength applies when you think about close quarters of combat. Simply initiating the disc tuned to the hunter's biology, the disc will do the work for him. Slicing and dicing all to bits while the hunter runs away. And the thing is such as super smart, that's perfectly fine. But how smart when you have someone that is, let's say, taken out on heroin? This enough to mess up the brain, which doesn't necessarily take a lot. So driving the hunter into a madness, taking out the super smart ability. And another thing is that the alien life forms that Talek comes from are energy based. So though they can have the energy underneath, so the biological weapons wouldn't necessarily work. Not to mention that when someone of Talek species dies, it has a huge explosion, which might be the last coup de gras to take out the hunter if necessary as a fail safe. On top of, but also on top of that, is this the fact that Talek will come out on top. There is nothing that the hunter is able to do. There's no amount of scheming. There's no amount of planning. There's nothing like this that can take the hunt that they take Talek down. He will come out on top. And I yield my time. Thank you, Eugene. JL, you now have three minutes for your rebuttal. So Talek is an extremely dangerous opponent when it comes to fighting humans and all of his gear and all of his tactics are designed specifically for hunting human prey. Talek himself really wouldn't have 
what it takes to stand up to the alien hunter. First and foremost, it's tech. And yes, tech has limitations. Guns run out of ammunition. Guns need to be reloaded. These are moments that can be capitalized upon by an expert hunter who knows to wait and has already studied his prey to ensure that it approaches it in the correct way the first time. The hunter never has to reload, and the hunter would rarely get into close quarters combat to allow Talek to use his strength, and only if necessary in an emergency situation, and even then, even then, having the size advantage and reach advantage would give the hunter the advantage. Second, the ranged attack is what's important because the discs that Talix uses, the Talix uses, are honed in on the electromagnetic frequencies of its target, specifically human beings, which is why it seeks out human beings. But the problem is the hunter disrupts electromagnetic frequencies anywhere in its area. Just by being around, electromagnetics fail, which means that the Talek would be unable to home in on this target and have to be able to fire blind and hope the disc hit it without it going wildly off and then losing it. Not to mention, magnets easily disrupt it, as Dolph Lundgren did when Dolph Lundgren took him on in Houston. Now, the biggest failure is that Talek is a drug dealer, as, you, as my opponent has stated multiple times. Talek has a mission. Talek has a particular goal. And that mission makes him extremely tunnel, tunnel uh, gives him extreme tunnel vision, which is why he was able to be defeated by two simple human beings who were able to set a trap and use his uh, use his desperation against him because he's a, ultimately a businessman, an intergalactic dealer. That's what he is. The hunter is not, and the hunter has no such qualms when it comes to needing to accomplish a task. It's simply get the prey, and that's what Talik is, which is why. He can use that mission-oriented mentality against him and eventually get him exactly where he wants him, set him up, and destroy him. And I'll yield the rest of my time. Thank you, JL. Eugene, you now have one minute for your closing statement. See, a lot of it is based off of just him just carrying out his mission. But the thing is this. When he's going up against a hunter, his mission will change. He thinks he's going to bring human calculated disc to an alien fight no he's going to go he's going to change the patterns and frequencies to specifically hunt the specifically hunt that the hunter so his overall mission base will change he can delay selling drugs to well those long list of clients that are out there to hunt down the hunter which will end up making him his sole focus so you wouldn't be able to distract him at all by oh well you have to have this set mission no his set mission is the hunter thank you eugene jl you now have one minute for your closing statement All in all, the Hunter takes the battle against Talek, the intergalactic drug dealer. None of its tactics would work. Flying disc, the Hunter disrupts electromagnetic fields in the area. Heroin, there's no guarantee heroin would affect the Hunter like human beings, and he's far larger than any normal human. And blades require close combat, which the Hunter would avoid unless necessary. Though he is sturdy, strong, and possessing good firepower, you unfortunately cannot hit what you cannot see. And Talek won't see the Hunter until the Hunter wants him to. Because while Talek is running around sucking human brains for his get-rich-quick scheme, the hunter will watch, wait, study, and eventually take him down. Overwhelmed by living weapons, he's simply too big and too inflexible to remove. 
Metallic would eventually succumb and explode, leaving only his weapons as a good trophy for the uh, for the lair. Ultimately, Talik is tough, strong, and with his own weaponry, can put up a fight. But the patient hunter will always take the prize. Thank you, JL. Alrighty, guys. Okay. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Initial thoughts. Travis is out like a light. Poor little guy. <laughs> My God. No, he's gone. Nice. All right, so who's got what? Who wants to go first? Genova, you're the uh, guy who likes the shitty movies. What do you think? First of all, fuck you. <laughs> Second of all, based on the argument, I'd have to. Is you, Eugene still here? No. Eugene, your mother's in. I, I didn't room behind you. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, JL on this one. Interesting. Interesting. Angela? Based on the argument. Based on the argument. Yeah. Okay. Angela. I am a little torn because if your friendly neighborhood alien drug dealer were to get a shot off, it would totally kill the hunter. Like, absolutely. But that that's the thing. Um, because if he was too close to the hunter, like you said, it does disturb, you know, electromagnetic mm -hmm. stuff. But then again, the hunter's little biology toupee guys um i don't know if they would work on an energy alien energy that's space. a tough one so i'm 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 kind of torn what are what are your thoughts <clears throat> well i think i mean honestly this is one of those ones that we could pick either one both combatants presented uh solid arguments all around and at the end of the day, any one of these guys would be would win. I mean, it kind of just depends on circumstances. So, I mean, like I said, this is a as close of a toss up as we can ever going to get. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know to answer that question in a most difficult way. I, I just don't know. Well. Um... And they both gave like really, really good arguments too. It wasn't like yeah. one was just voting it in. Um, let's see. Um, initially, I was thinking that Talik was going to win, though. Based on what? Uh, the fact that I know that the the hunter can be exploded. He got blown up with dynamite, and so like he said, he had a a gun that can blow up cars. So that mm -hmm. would do the trick. Mm -hmm. Um. Hmm. Denova, what made you pick uh, the hunter? Was there anything in in particular, or was it just based on argument? Yeah, it was based solely on argument. I've never seen either movie, so. Well, I mean, you'd probably think it's the greatest thing in the world. 
if you like Evil Dead Rise. Well, those little frisbee two K body sucker things were pretty interesting, but. Hmm. <laughs> Um, I think I think my vote is going to go to Eugene on this, though. Oh, dang it! So, because, I mean, you're the deciding vote. Because shooting into the dark and a big enough explosion could take him out. So true. If a gun wow. works, it works. If not, then I don't know. Yeah. So JL's argument about who's afraid of the drug dealer. I mean, you guys ever been to fucking Mexico? Okay. <laughs> what? You ever been to Mexico? Yes. Okay. No. <laughs> no they don't fuck around. Okay. Okay, right now, drug dealers do not fuck around. Oh, that was so tough. Damn it. Um, <sighs> Travis, what do you think? Uh-huh. Crickets. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, Travis is no help. Well, yeah, she didn't even move. <laughs> he didn't like even move a hand to kind of give you a. <laughs> even, yeah, he didn't even bother with like a thumbs up or a middle finger. He's like snoring. He could be snoring. He's muted, so who knows? I don't know. This is a tough one. I'm gonna do the old. I'm gonna do the old thing. Slip a coin. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. So you because JL went with tails. Yeah, it's the only fair way. So JL went with tails. Um. And Eugene, so Eugene's heads, JL's tails. All right, what we got? God damn it. Who won? Tails Is never fails. Tails? <laughs> You're letting a coin decide. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they uh, are so was, close. Yeah, the arguments were ridiculously good. Yeah, they, yeah. I agree they were both good. So. <laughs> Fuck. I'm tired. I don't yeah. Come on, fuck sticks. They can't hear you. They can now. At least one of them can. He can't speak, though, because he hasn't figured out the mute button. <laughs> he can now. <laughs> all right. So we deliberated, all of us. Nobody more passionately than Travis. He's very adamant. He was very passionate, and he made sure all of his points were thoroughly explained to his best. <laughs> It's just I was, I couldn't keep up. What 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 was that scene in that movie where you asked him a question? He's like, "What do you think?" And he just, oh, what movie was it's that? It's a good point. Or you can go basketball, dude, 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 dude. Okay, yeah, you make a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this was very difficult because both uh, both arguments were extremely well thought out, and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Johnny decision <laughs> by a coin. Yeah, I mean, honestly, but, this could have no. gone either way. So we had <laughs> we had one person vote one way, another person vote another, and it was down to me, and I couldn't make a decision. I was just trying to decide. So we did a coin flip. And the coin flip determined the winner. Uh, not again, not because not because of anything other than what you both uh, brought to the table. Because both of your arguments were very well thought yeah, out. Yeah, because it could have gone either way. It just really depended on, you know. Right. 
So when you have two solid arguments, and then you've got these two, you've got the Hunter and Talek, who I think if this were to actually happen, it quite literally would be a coin flip with who would win because they both have exploitable weaknesses and they both have strengths that they can use to exploit weaknesses. It just would be who would be the first one to make a mistake or who would be the first one to put themselves in a situation where they weren't 100% in control. And that's just going to be a coin toss all day long. So we had one person voted for JL, one person voted for Eugene, and I flipped a coin. And the coin landed on Tails. And because Tails never fails, <laughs> JL is the wiener. Ah! <laughs> because I chose Tails at the beginning of the... Yep, that says we had to keep it. We had to keep it. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations, I, I, JL. The, uh, the nickel decided that you were the winner. Thank you. I the feel cow. like... You're special. <laughs> Eugene, I, I, Eugene I, I feel I feel odd about this win. You won yeah. by a nickel. I mean, it came down to it came down to hair, though. Like it, it came down right. that close. Yeah, yeah. Well, awesome. It was a good. It was, it was a good argument. I I thought his I thought Eugene's points were really really solid. And I was sitting there. I was like, I was like taking quick notes because I always try to anticipate what the what my rebuttal is going to be so I try to anticipate what points you're going to bring up and you brought up you brought up some things I was like oh okay oh yeah and so I had to kind of like readjust my rebuttal a little bit and because I write out my points but I don't write out my rebuttal so I have to do this on the fly so it was kind of like oh okay so I had to rethink my approach and that's why it was like so but I think I got it but yeah it was really really strong you what you brought Obviously you did because you're the wiener <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, and see, okay. I do the same thing, so I'm always making notes while you're talking, so I can come back with like, oh, let me do some counterpoints. Okay. So, well, I, I feel I, I guess the winner. I guess the cosmos chose me to be the winner. I don't know. It's no, it was the uh, it was the nickel. 2023 Liberty Nickel. <laughs> so that nickel. <laughs> oh, it was two, it was 2020. It was 2023. Oh, so it's brand new. So yeah, it's brand new. Golly, you have to think that nickel traveled. All that way for this moment. Right? <laughs> don't put it in your pocket. It's your lucky nickel. If you put it in your pocket, just do that. It'll become a coin. It just it'll get mixed which in with other coins is. and just become another. It'll get mixed in and become another coin. Which which, which it is. I <laughs> just like I always love that moment when he's talking to him and just his reaction when he says, "So you." He's like, so he's telling me, he's like, how did you get into this business? Like, how did you do this? And he was like, oh, it was my, it was my wife's father's business. You married into it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I guess if you want to put it that way, what else, how other way would you put yeah. it? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I've like, never seen a more awkward conversation. <laughs> yes. It was great. It was great. And you all need to watch that through the lens that Javier Bardem and Josh Brolin are the same person. Their characters are the same person. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard that very You've heard it from me. And it makes sense when you go back at tracks because never do they actually share the screen at the same time. Never the film. Yeah, but but uh Josh Brolin's character was killed off screen. Josh Brolin's character was killed off screen, yes. Well he was killed, his his head was cut off by the cartel and his body was dumped in the pool. And Bardem so, just walked away with a broken and, and arm. And Bardem murdered uh Llewellyn's wife. Mm. 
Wait, he did? Yeah, at the end. He well, it's, it's assumed that something happened there. Yeah. We don't know what. Well, well, it's a, it, it's it, the, the assumption is that he killed her because as he steps out of the house, he checks his boots. Yeah. And it's kind of because remember he because he did that before he checked his boots to make sure he didn't step in the blood from the previous person he from another person he'd killed. So when he stepped out of the house from Llewellyn, stepped out of Llewellyn's place after talking with the wife, he checked his boots and that was him checking to make sure he didn't have blood on his uh, blood on his shoes. And then he walked right. out. But because she didn't call it in the air, he straight murdered her. And that was his choice. And that's what's rumored is that that's the reason why he got into the car accident, because he didn't follow through with essentially what the kind of like the idea is that he's dissociating and he's he's putting the the responsibility the onus of who he kills on the universe that's the way he he uh he comp or that's the way he reconciles that it's not me killing you i'm doing the deep the, the, universe, universe, the universe is deciding whether or not you die but because he violated that con that kind of like unspoken contract and just killed her without her calling the coin he walked out and that's why he got hit by the car is because right. so it's he, karma he, he disbalanced it, and that's so. That's why he got into the car accident. He's gonna rewatch that deep, movie. Yeah. <laughs> deep shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like deep shit. So, well, if you're watching a Coen's brother film and you're not looking at the meaning behind the meaning, then you're not watching a Coen brothers film. There's just something that's playing. And that was a hell of a way to kill somebody with a fucking bolt gun. The bolt. Uh, I would rather go with the bolt gun because it's instantaneous. I would not get want to get shot with that sh- with that silent shotgun. No. Oh, with the bathtub scene uh, where like he keys the guy and he just slowly pulls the curtain back. Yeah, he's like, just like, <laughs> does he even look at him? No. He looks at when he turns and he turns his head and just pulls the trigger. And all of those kills were in self defense because they attacked him first. So that's why he's clear. His no, no, he was going for the the money. Well, yeah, See? yeah, but those guys were there and were a threat to him, which is why because that was automatic. Yeah. It wasn't somebody that he was cornering any any you know for slip. Which is why when he killed Stephen Root's character, when he walked in and killed Stephen Root's character, that dude had betrayed him. And that's why he wanted because he was balancing the scales there. And that's why he didn't kill the other guy in the office because he was like, are you going to kill me, too? Did, uh, do you? I, 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 I don't know. Do you see me? That it reminded me. It reminded me of like the smartest bad guy in Batman history. The smartest bad guy, the smartest bad guy in Batman history was not a supervillain. It was a basic thug because all the bad guys are in the building, right? And they're like, okay, everybody spread out and look around. The bat could be here. It could be here anywhere. And they're going through. They're looking through doors. And this one thug opens a door, looks inside, and Batman's standing right there going through their files. And he just looks at him. And the thug's like, nope. Close the door. <laughs> like, and then the other dude goes like, hey, you see anything? Nope. And <laughs> nope. Nope. Smartest bad guy in Batman <laughs> history. Hey, you see anything in there? Nope. <laughs> and we never see him. He like left the episode. <laughs> he quit. <laughs> he quit. <laughs> I have exhausted. I have exhausted all of my luck, so I'm going to go ahead and leave. <laughs> <laughs> you open that door, and you open the door, and you roll Yahtzee. Just walk off, man. Yep. Done. Just walk away. Walk rethink, away. Rethink your decisions and just go on. <laughs> He went to community college the next day. I tried a different profession. <laughs> I'm going to turn my life around. I'm going to go clean and sober. And that, horror fiends, concludes another glorious bloodbath debate. 
A huge thank you to our special Patreon judges for joining us. Let us know in the comments or at weekendhorror@gmail.com if you agree or disagree with the coin flip. Stay tuned for when we announce our next two combatants. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next month. Thank you.